0: Chris one came back again with James Dearsley, prop tech guru. Uh, James, um, over the last five years, I've seen so many prop tech firms come and go. Loads of cash, and then they seem to burn through it. You know, in in a matter of months. Yeah. What's that? Oh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because. Um, I think the the wider industry can be very critical of technology firms, you know, raising loads of money. And obviously there's you can raise money through private markets and, uh, you know, angel investors or you can go through series A to E and then IPO. uh, And and there's often a lot of uh, criticism there. Um, I, I would argue that they first and foremost, in a lot of cases, they need to raise that cash to scale um and, and i think that speaks for both uh uk market they need to raise that money to because you know let's put it up, there are thousands and thousands tens of thousands of, of agents and they need to prove that concept and, and get it in and that costs money so there is a reason they need to do it there is a i mean i think speaking frankly to to prop tech firms in you know, in a lot of cases, and I'm not talking of all. You know, I was a, an old founder. I'm 43 now. I I founded um, Unisu in my late 30s, and I'd been around a bit, and, and I wasn't didn't have that sort of vanity and ego around raising money. But I, I think I, I can be critical um, in some instances. Again, not all of. You know, some of the founders of, of companies can be quite young and inexperienced, and you know, suddenly you've got a load of money stuck in your bank account, and and people really believe in your vision and and in all seriousness speaking from that absolute knowledge when you have been banging the drum for the changes that need to happen within an industry for i mean let's you know, let's talk about fundraising it probably takes the best part of nine months from the idea of we need to go and fundraise to actually getting any semblance of, of understanding that we've got money in the bank that is ridiculously difficult for them to do they put their heart on the line as yeah. founders to, to raise that money they have to speak to hundreds and hundreds of people get rejected by hundreds and hundreds of people and there might be five or six that suddenly believe in oh, that, that vision that is a massive ego challenge for you yeah. know these young and relatively inexperienced people so there's, there's two things that then happen let's say they get a load of money and, they, and you know in the early stages it could be several hundred thousand it could be up to you know several million at that point. Um, the next thing, th- there are two things that happen. Number one, they get a load of cash and they just splash it on vanity items like you know merchandise and all that sort of stuff, which to the outside industry may be a bit reckless and, and stupid. But Fancy offices, staff. Yeah, well, staff with well, staff has always been planned in, so staff is often a different thing because when you're pitching for money, okay. you have to okay. say this is or main sponsor at one of the big shows, main sponsor, massive vanity. They're not this tube advertising. Oh my God, the amount of times I see people. And in particular, I suppose it makes sense for them holiday rent people who've got, you know, massive tube advertising in London. And it's just a load of money just flitted away. But with staff, it's planned in. With marketing spend, they have to apportion marketing. Investors have to see how they're going to spend their money over an 18-month window. That's normally how long um, an investment cash runway will last. So a lot of that would have been planned in. But still to the outside industry is conservative and you know very specific and organized and planned it can seem reckless so i kind of understand it from their side but there's a much more deeper um, aspect i find of the challenge of prop earning a load of money which is um what we've termed as the ego gap which is the moment that and and when i say we this is myself and my um, my now sort of business partner uh, eddie holmes who and we've seen this happen so many times which is you get a load of money and that work for nine months or more of suddenly landing a load of money and the belief of that company lands with oh my god someone believes in me i can do this i can change the sector it isn't just about cash in the bank it's this massive ego trip and really what happens from the point where they raise the money to the next point they need to raise money or prove the concept is the ego if you put it on a sort of line graph the ego trip goes massive and yet actually the education that they then need, or the expertise as the next step in the leadership journey they're gonna go on, doesn't keep up. So you've almost got this, uh, this ego chip going up here, and you've got this sort of education experience, you've got this massive gap in the middle, which we call the ego gap. And it just carries on going and going and going until they run out of money. And you've got this ego trip, ego chip right up here, and then suddenly, they've run out of money, bash, the ego drops down again. So it's a really challenging time for young, inexperienced founders which suddenly have to go on a huge learning journey, but their ego trumps it. What advice would you give to Proptech and as an estate suppliers that raise money to keep that to to allow their not let their ego go ahead, but, but have humility? Because let's be honest, you've been working your b- balls off for the last nine months, yeah. and all of a sudden there's some there's some big money in your bank account, so Obviously, someone believes in you. Yeah, I, I think well, I don't think it's I don't think it's easy to be honest and. Uh, and I can now see from you know the journeys that I've been on, why investors will always back second-time founders or slightly older founders who've been there and done that and got the T-shirt, because it's a proof of concept. They know that they're not going to necessarily mm. fly away with it all. But, I mean, as with any business, and I would recommend it to estate agents as well as, uh, as technology suppliers, which is, you know, be surrounded by good people. You know, get the advisors, get the non-exec directors on board to ground you. And you will succeed if you are the leader that questions yourself you're not going to be able to succeed if you let your ego get the better of you thank you for your time today